What's up, guys? It's been like 10 years. Well, obviously. It's been a long time, it's but. It's been uh, a long time. Why do you have to turn everything into a song? Can I talk? Fuck. <laughs> you need to get your music out of your head so you ain't always fucking singing. Um, I was about to say, it's been a long time, but. Whoever's going, who's listening to this right now, the time it's going to air and stuff like that, only you will notice because in the future it won't look like it because we'll have episodes after it. But sorry about the hiatus. Just life has just been, you know, kicking my ass. Kicking our ass. But it's a couple changes, a couple things in our life that have changed, a couple things coming up. Not really, but you know, a couple. We just we gotta hit stuff we want to talk about, stuff we want to do. But I'm going to start by lighting up a whole J. Life sucks. Being an adult sucks. Um, paying bills sucks. Um, waiting on a check sucks. They only suck um, when you ain't got the money. Having no money sucks. That part. Um, hookers suck. You know what I mean? Um, so I forgot how we fucking how we do this shit because it's been that long. Uh, I think first thing we start off with is bullshit of the week. But before we start with anything else, who are we? I don't know. Who are you? I'm Amber Lynx. Oh, that's cool. Nice to meet you. Now you ask who I am. No. Ask me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm before the official. Hey, welcome to the Let's Argue podcast, your weekly, well, it will be, your weekly podcast <laughs> that discusses very argumentative and, what is it, what's the word, controversial yeah. topics to where we discuss our opinions and, because, you know, most of the podcasts I listen to, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, aren't specifically geared towards anything. They talk about current events. I want shit that make you, you make your fucking, you know, your, your blood boy, make you angry, make you want to say something to me about my, the way I think. Try to make your, your ass tingle. Ew. <laughs> so, as you tell, you, it's been a minute since we did this. So, we start off with the bullshit of the week. What's your bullshit of the week, baby? What's yours? What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. Okay. My bullshit is <coughs> my boyfriend what? makes more than me. And I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Duh. I'm not mad about that. I could give a fuck that he makes more than me. It's the fact that he is able to sustain and to live and to do things outside of that check other than pay bills and do rent. Because I cannot. This is my bullshit move. 
right now we work at the same place and I make substantially less than him and I cannot and I'm only making enough to literal pay bills and rent and maybe buy $40 worth of weed. That is it. And it's very frustrating because I can't do shit. I can't buy extra fucking deodorant if I wanted to. And I finally got a new job. Hopefully this shit works out. And the big bucks and the hours and everything start rolling in. Because I need something to give. Because jobs stay fucking with me. They stay like on some bullshit. I can't find a job that offered me these three things that I want and need. Hours. I want Eight hours. I am an adult. I need full time. I have bills to pay. Two. Um, days. Like, why don't... I don't like not having days. They will give you a lot of hours, but then, like, have you work two days. Like, bitch, can you survive off two days? No. Why the fuck are you doing that to me? And number three, I don't think I have a third one, but those two things. Hours and days. If you cannot give me that, then what the fuck? Oh, number three is also being paid minimum wage. Like, for some reason, none of the jobs in L.A. that I've had pay minimum wage, and I don't fuck with that. But now I got a job that pay minimum wage, so we about to see. We about to see what it look like. But anyway, what's your bullshit of the week, babies? You're my bullshit of... No, I'm playing. Um, my bullshit of the week is... Um, well, it's been going on for some weeks. As many of you know about the uh, Florida shooting thing that happened with the school uh rest in peace to the kids um but i've just been noticing a lot of the the pro-gun people which it's whatever you know you can have your guns i don't care but they're literally like pissed off about the whole us wanting to do like gun control shit um first of all at least for the ones that you know i'm supporting we're not trying to take away your guns we're trying to limit the people's access to them especially you know unstable motherfuckers who like to shoot up schools and i was just seeing all this shit you know like about the florida shooting and you know everyone's saying you know this is a tragedy and or was it travesty whatever but people basically saying you know this is a horrible event this is horrible these kids lost their lives and then the pro-gun people, a majority of them, they're just talking, they're just worried about their guns, which really irks me and bothers me because we had young lives lost and y'all are more worried about keeping your guns than preventing your children or others' children from, from suffering the same fate. Like, I personally feel like with guns, if you are to own a gun, you need to have a medical examination, a mental examination. We need to know if anyone in your family suffers from mental illnesses. And there need to be tests and classes, and there has to be, like, a whole bunch of shit you have to pass and go through in order to own a gun. You know, if you got to do it to drive a car, you got to do it to to get a fucking license just to sell food on the street. If you got to do all this shit just for that, why not have the same shit for owning a gun? Because. No. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you why. The reason why is because the white people in charge do not mind casualties of their own just 
to keep their own interests going. They don't give a fuck if white kids keep dying. We're going to keep our shit. And nothing's going to change. Not these marchings. There's nothing you could do to make white people change their mind about these motherfucking guns. Nothing. It's not even just about the white people because every race owns guns. Like... No, no, no. The people who support the NRA and the rich motherfuckers who, you know, give the NRA and the NRA give back. That's not what I'm... I'm talking about these these pro-gun people. They... Blowing in my face. What? You blew in my face. (laughs) Your weed smoke. Anyway, I'm talking about... I'm talking about... Pro-gun people, whatever the fuck you are, who are complaining about the laws and not about the kids. That is my bullshit. Because during that whole event, it should have been more about what can we do to keep these kids safer. I get it. People don't want to lose their guns. People don't want to lose their rights, their amendments and shit. But fuck that. Kids' lives are lost. And if your child were to be shot down or gunned down or whatever, I really wonder, would you really post like, oh, well, you know, this has nothing to do with gun safety laws or or anything like that. You know, the whole people don't kill people, guns kill people, or guns don't kill people, people, fuck that. Like, it's just stupid. And at that moment in time, it really should have been about the kids, their families, and how to prevent that in the future. Instead of you guys bitching about us wanting to to regulate, you know, guns and shit. Like, shit is stupid to me. But that was my bullshit of the week. And yeah. Like I said, it is because they don't care about the casualties for their own interest. The NRA is supported by so many motherfucking companies that are like billionaire type companies. They're not changing shit. Not a motherfucking thing. You can march and yell and scream all you want. As a black person who's trying to fucking get our humanity, they're not going to give you the fucking guns. They're just not. So, they won't give us our fucking life and humanity and the respect and not races that we want. They damn sure ain't about to submit to no fucking gun. Law or restriction or nothing. They want to shoot their bears. No, like, with that, I don't care if, here's the other thing, like, I don't, why are you buying guns in the first place, unless you, you're going to use it for a specific, if you're buying a gun to protect your family, like, you're going to keep it in the house, just in case, because there are burglaries, there are, you know, weirdos out here, you know, I know you guys have heard of, like, the bombings, and people's fucking front yard and shit, if you're having a gun to, to protect your household and your family, okay, if you're buying a gun because you're a hunter and you do that for a living, you hunt you hunt animals, bears, deers, whatever the fuck. Well, I don't like the idea of you shooting a fucking deer in the face. R.I.P. Bambi's mom. Um, like, that's whatever. But if you're just buying a gun, no, why are you just buying a gun just to, just to buy a gun? Like, I buy video games. Why? Because I like to play video games. I buy food. Why? Because I need to eat food. I'm not about to just buy a gun just to buy a gun. I get it, they're collectors and shit, but I don't know. This shit's weird to me. Y'all gun nuts are weird as fuck to me. And you can't say that there isn't a problem with it. But nonetheless, let's move on from that. Because now we have to get into our songs of the week. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Songs of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the fuck out that note. Fuck you. <laughs> you hit it with something. <laughs> What's your song? Um, I gotta, I gotta find the name of it. I forgot. Okay, well. Right now, I'm really digging uh, "Take Me Serious" by DDG, aka Dale Granberry, on YouTube. Uh, that is the most recent song I've been listening to for like the couple times, just to be, you know, throwing back. Like the hit, hit go. I'm gonna rap with it so we don't get copyrighted. Uh, Only the part I like though. Went to test for a few days. Wanna scout out the properties. Looking like I want a lottery. None of that hate really bothered me. You two or three years. They don't wanna see me blow. They don't wanna hit a flow. But it's usually how I go. Bank roll, bank roll. Bank tellers know my name. Mine's not, not the same. <laughs> I like it. It's so simple. Sometimes I like simple lyrics. But anyway, what's your song, baby? You will be hit with copyright even if you rap it with it. I hope you know that. Nyoko. It wasn't even that long. You weren't even that long. It was 34 uh, seconds. So, for whatever reason, I was on Pandora and the song popped up. And y'all gonna know immediately what song it is as soon as I play it. So I'm just gonna play it. And this shit is hilarious to me because I found it and I downloaded it. Why first friends? Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Anyway, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, why? I don't know. It's just like, because I was listening to it, and Will Smith is hilarious. And he was a real ass rapper before he became like an actor, which is hilarious to me. Only reason he became an actor was because he ran out of money in his rap career. He went bankrupt or some shit. And they were like, hey, you're not doing anything. You want to be a part of this show? And he was like, well, I am poor, so yeah. And now he's a fucking icon, which is hilarious to me. But yeah, that's my song of the week. Because it was just like he went from... Nothing to something. Well, he was something, then he went to nothing, then he went to something. By the uh, way, awesome. I'm going to just repeat what everybody else has been repeating. If you're not following Will Smith on Instagram, you need to get your entire life. Get it. He's like, he's like changing the way I view Instagram. <laughs> like He's he got a whole YouTube channel where he vlogs. Just like his Instagram videos, like how he goes all out for them is hilarious. Just because he's hilarious and he goes all out for anything he does. But anyway, let's go to the topic of the day. Today's topic of the day is... She wrote it down that success brings sadness. So, I disagree. But I'm going to let you explain why. So, your girl was listening to another podcast. I like to listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts more than I actually listen to music, honestly. I like hearing other people's intellectual side of shit. And <clears throat> I was listening to uh, The Friend Zone. And on The Friend Zone, it's... Um, 
who are they? Wow. <laughs> I know who they are, but I just couldn't think of them right now. Um, Dustin Ross, Asante Smith, and um, Francesca. Yes, they was they had an episode where they she had her two friends on who were like super uber duper famous. And where are their names? I need to go find them. Working with you. Oh yes, Louis York and um um friends. Yeah, Louis York. She didn't put the other nigga's name. But anyway, it was Louis York. It was these like super famous niggas who write songs for like all the famous shit that we like today, the <coughs> music that's popping today and shit. And explained how they basically worked on their craft to perfect themselves, got themselves to where they are, and once they noticed where they at, they were unhappy, they were depressed. And she asked him a question because <clears throat> these people are in the music business, and within the music business, that allow you to spread throughout the rest of the businesses. And if you've been famous for, you know, 10 plus years or almost 20 years, she asked him, have you ever seen anybody that's like happy or enjoying their money first off and you know especially when they first started and shit or when they're like seasoned or when they're in the midst of their success do you see them being happy and he said he ain't met nobody who has they all had to overcome some fucking sadness to enjoy their fucking success and I just found that interesting because I'm just like why the fuck why are you guys so unhappy like who if Reaching your success is supposed to be a happy thing to do. You're not supposed to fucking reach it and then get sad as fuck. The shit threw me for a loop. Kind of scared me. It kind of did. Because I'm trying my best to enjoy what I'm doing. To enjoy where I'm at right now. Because that's what they said. Enjoy the journey. That's the, that's the, that's what feeds you. I'm like, okay, well I enjoy nobody knowing who the fuck I am right now. Because I probably would be annoyed as fuck. But still. Yeah, that that's where it comes from. What'd you think about it, Bippus? So I said I disagreed with that success brings you happiness or brings you sadness or depression or whatever. Here's why. Now, I'm sure and I know for a fact there are a lot loads of celebrities and you've all heard like reports and seen it before where they're unhappy some of them even go as far as to attempt suicide. Some of them even succeed in their suicide. Um, you see it a lot with comedians and other shit. I don't think it's the success. All I mean, I'm sure it's parts of it, but I don't think their success brought them depression. I think for a lot of these, these celebrities and the people who've made it, they've always had some kind of level of depression. Or they've always had some bullshit going on in their life. And maybe the fame just added to it. Or maybe it was just like it became more more noticeable. You know? Because if you're making all this money. If you're on these records. Or you're making all these mo all these movies. You're getting awards. You're getting, you know, TV specials. Netflix specials and all that shit. I don't think a person is getting all this. And they're unhappy about that. I think it's the personal shit that goes on in their life. Um, I know for a lot of them, when they become like these big shots and, and the fame, you know, rises and grows with them and shit, um, their normal life, whatever life they were living before that, it definitely changes. Like, especially the, 
the higher up you are on like the the pyramid of success and fame, you know, you can't just walk out and take a walk or, you know, go to McDonald's or something without, you know, a fucking flock of fans or haters or stalkers, you know, paparazzi, all that shit coming at you. Of course, that would be depressing because like, I can't go nowhere. I can't enjoy my life the way I did before the fame, which I get. Um, but I think it's all deep-rooted in shit that's gone on before. Like, I'm, it happens all the time with the famous people. They've always said it. Like, the people who didn't fuck with them before their fame all of a sudden come out of the woodwork. And they're like, oh, shit, hey, remember me? Remember we was we was homies or I was there for you when this happened and shit. But it's like... You weren't there before this. And this is the shit. One example is uh, when I was doing, um, when I did do like little shows and shit for my music shit, I'd always invite the very same people who said they were fans of mine, who who claimed they wanted to see me make something of myself, who claimed they wanted to, to see me rise in in the music game. I would always invite them to shows. I'd even invite them to the shows where they didn't even have to buy tickets. And maybe one or two out of out of maybe 20 people I would invite would show up. And to me, that's fucking wild. Because they're the same people who will pay hundreds of dollars to see somebody. Not even up close. To see them from like fucking the nosebleed seats. And will be all happy to go there, but... They won't support someone who's trying to come up and who's trying to get to that level. Now, I definitely feel like if I were like up there, let's say I I was J. Cole status for whatever reason, I definitely guarantee you they'd be in my inbox now saying, hey, trying to come see your show. Hey, let's link up. Let's do this. Let's do that. Put me on type shit like that. I can see why that would be depressing because it's like when I was trying to invite you guys and i was trying to get you guys on on the train and shit none of y'all wanted to buy a fucking ticket but as soon as you see this train headed towards fucking fame and hollywood and and all this other shit y'all want to hop aboard so i don't i don't know i don't think success brings the depression i think the depression and the sadness was already there but it's something about the fame and the other shit that like brings a lot of it more to the light like, a lot of these issues, especially, like, with the drug issues, guarantee you they, they had their drug issues before they, they rose up. Like, Robin Williams, like, one of the funniest dudes on the fucking planet, was the most depressed guy. And this is a guy who, who voiced the genie in Aladdin, who had Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, he wasn't, like, some one-hit wonder or some b-list celebrity this nigga was up there he was considered at one point to be the funniest man in the world he killed himself that's because he struggled with depression all his life even before he he got his fame one of his earlier um comedy specials my grandpa showed me he was uh my grandpa pointed out that he was high on cocaine while he was doing while he was doing he was on cocaine and he was drunk while he was doing a special, which is why he was moving all sporadically and shit like that. And that was before his big blow-up, before, like, he people knew who Robin Williams was. So that's something he had been battling all his life. So that's why I say I don't think Thumbs brings the depression. I think depression is already there. Fa- like, money doesn't make you happy. 
it just and it shouldn't make you happy it should just like you know provide a little more you know i don't know what i'm trying to say wait um after that long-winded ass response <laughs> hey she talks forever hey Let's get to the point bad. wow what this is the point of the podcast is to get it all out there and the voice my opinion mm-hmm not that long though okay but you to to but to go against which not go against but to throw in an extra thought one of the the other thing was after you get your success it's about keeping it now and in the entertainment business that's very fickle it could change one fucking night your shit is over and the stress of that plus having to feed i guess their family the stress of negative niggas People coming out of the woodwork who claiming they know you, you know, just all this on-piled shit on a regular basis. And you not really getting a break. And plus, people really play into their immortality, to their, like, immortality, into their morals in the entertainment business. They just do a bunch of shit they wouldn't normally do. And I think that also adds on top of it. It's just a mind fuck all day. And by the time they sit down and they have some time to themselves, they done done a lot of fucked up shit thought a lot of shit shit morally that's fucked up on top of whatever natural fucking depression they have which adds to it so i just think it's like fuck you just gotta know who you are i guess i think yeah i think it's also that because you gotta know like who you are who you were before the fame or before attention and shit if like, in terms of the people who do the shit that they nor- normally wouldn't do, it stems also from, were you a follower as a kid? Was it, like, the oldest kid or the most popular kid told you to do something, you just said, okay, I'll go with it because you wanted to be popular? Because if you're going to do that, even if it's something as little as, like, oh, shoplift that, that bag of chips right there, go steal those chips, that could easily stem from, like, some Hollywood dude telling you, um, you know, you got to do this or you got to do that just to maintain your fame. So here's the other thing. I don't, I don't know much about the business because, you know, I'm not in there. But I feel like the minute you start, you're popping and you, you have some kind of fame and shit rolling, that's when you need to, like, show some interest in expanding your brand and your business and shit. Like, because, you know, there is a chance that, you know, you're you're popular and you're famous now, but a year from now, people are going to wonder who the fuck you are or where the fuck you've been or what you've been doing. Now, it's hard to be, I will admit, it's hard to be like J. Cole, where as soon as you make a song or whatever, everyone's popping, and then no one can know what the fuck you're up to for like a year and some change, and you're still relevant as soon as you come back out. A lot of people can't do it like that. That's why you see, like, these outlandish people who are doing, like, the craziest shit or trying to create some kind of controversy in some way. That's just weird to me. What about the Cardi B's? I was happier before all this fame shit. That's her. Like, she... I can't speak for her. I don't even know... I haven't even heard anything about her saying that, so I don't know what... It's true. What she, that's what she said. Yeah, she was happier before she got famous. I mean, it's probably other shit, too, because, like, when, when you on the rise and shit, you ain't got to be on tour for 5,000 <laughs> fucking days. You ain't got to 
do all these weird ass interviews. You don't have to like. And there's a lot of haters in the fucking industry too. You 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 meet up with people who secretly like wish on your downfall and shit, and other shit like that. That can easily become a, a negative shit on your life because you're like, why am I in a meeting with you and you're telling me, oh I love your shit and love this, and the next thing I know I hear you talking shit about me, or you're um you know bad mouthing me, or just you know, just being this this person that you weren't when I saw you. It has a lot to do with that. I guess, but what I have to say is the moral of the story is I'm tr- I'm trying my best to to figure me out who I am morally, spiritually, all that. So by the time an ounce of notoriety hits my way, I can't be shaking. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't. You're not about to fuck up my mental things. I've worked hard to keep my mind on. Period. Because Right now, you know, sometimes I can get in a rush and be like, damn, I wish I had that many followers, that many subscribers, that many views or whatever. And I realize that they secretly miserable because, <laughs> number one, they give a shit about these comments. Number one, once I feel like it has to be like a balance. Figure out how you want to do it, like. How you gonna do this fame shit? Like how you gonna keep it? Because some people you can't some people you can't show your relationship all the time because then it's gonna be fucked up on the internet. Some people need to step back. Some people can't. Um, maybe you need to turn off your comments because the shit is just too much for you. Alright, do that. You know what I'm saying? People still gonna be fucked with your shit. They're just gonna wish they could say something and they can't. Period. Um just like I've fucking been listening and been told by all the people who are semi-successful or working on their shit just focus on what you're doing right now and appreciate where you at right now this very fucking moment i am gonna be on my little yachty shit should the day ever come where i get successful and shit because he literally has said himself he is having the most fun of his life that he's ever had and that's what it should be. You should be having fun with what you're doing while at the same time making your bread. So, with that being said, our next thing is a current event. And today's current event is fucking hilarious to me. Um, in, I don't know how the fuck they pronounce this, Missola, Montana, a restaurant known as Pita Pit, uh, one of their employees spit in a customer's food on video. Now, what had happened, from what I can see, is there was an argument between the employee and a customer, and the customer was basically daring the employee to spit in her food. Why would you dare that? Um, Why would you? Okay. So she did so, and a customer got mad and hopped over the counter and tried to fight her, but was pulled off, and Peta Pitt or whatever, issued an apology and shit, and yeah, and girl was fired or whatever, but my thing is, now, I don't know what the argument was about, I don't know, it doesn't say it, um, I'm sure there'll be more shit as, as it develops or whatever, but, um, regardless, one, she probably, she shouldn't have spent the food, that, that's just gross and, and horrible and fucked up. You needed your ass beat. But, like, 
Don't antagonize the person making your food either. Because that warrants for that shit, because, too. Because, like, I talked to someone, like, a friend of mine who's, like, a kitchen manager, and he didn't do it, but he said he's seen it where a customer really pissed off one of the chefs or whatever, and the chef, he didn't spit in the food, but he definitely did not. He made sure shit wasn't, like, top-notch quality. Like, the meat wasn't cooked, all, like, the way they wanted it to be, like, Let's say that you wanted it well done, he'd make sure that shit was like medium, mm-hmm. rare type shit. Like that's my grandma, dog. She weird. I remember when we was kids, she'd be like, she'd get her plate and be like, mm mm, this ain't hot enough. And then like, excuse me, when you take my plate back, it ain't hot enough. And I'm like, girl, you getting an attitude with these people who making your food, dog? And usually they can spit cases, in your shit, dog, man. Quit quit talking to them like that. And usually in those cases, what I, what I learned was like, when they send your food back. A lot of times, depending on how rude you were about it, they don't do anything. And it's more like a placebo effect type shit where yeah, you you'll be like, I want, the, I want this <laughs> hotter. Funny. I want this hotter or whatever. And they, they send it back and then they hand it back to you. Maybe like a tad bit warmer, but they didn't like put it back on the grill or some shit. And in your mind, you're like, your brain is like, this was hotter than it was before. So they must have did it. But really, they were just like, stick that bitch in the warmer. And whatever. Wow. That's gross. But, yeah. Um, she definitely should have been fired. But if that's the way to go, that's definitely the way to go. I w- if I were, that were my last day and I was fed up and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I'd probably spit in some ice cream. <laughs> 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 that's sad, baby. Damn. Yeah. I don't think I would because that'd be karma. I eat out, too. The fuck? No. Nah. <laughs> True. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> you gonna take it back. <laughs> nah. But it's time for uh, advice no one asked for. Advice no one asked for. Do we need to record these sound bites separately? <laughs> that would be funny. Yes. <laughs> so, what's your advice no one asked for? What's yours? We only do one. You do those. I thought you handled those. Okay, you well, I don't know here. which one I've said and which I didn't oh, say. They right here. Oh. Uh, do this one. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to the, to the awesome comedian, Carlos Miller. <laughs> Quote. If you ain't seen your man's dick on soft, y'all not in a relationship. End quote. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> That's funny. But I think that is true. True. Like, true as hell. It's not even about that specifically, but it's more like y'all not in a real relationship unless y'all seeing each other like at your worst and best and, and all the other shit. Like, if y'all know personal details even if it's shit you you'd rather not know about your partner it's not real it's not real love that was my advice thank you i know (laughs) gosh okay what are the announcements what's your announcement um i ain't got none not really nope Okay, well, he ain't got no announcements, but I got announcements. I'm always going to have announcements. Um, Go to my channel, Amber Links, uh, on YouTube, and go check out the newest videos that are out. Ten 
things girls hate about guys or guys do or whatever you know what the title is you know what i'm saying um also got another amber links high thoughts in that go check it out it's about the news and the session that's been happening of the week before um also next month is going to be 420 so i'm going to be doing a vlogathon for it yeah i came up with the right third <laughs> word uh vlogathon for that so i'm gonna be vlogging you know i'm gonna try my best to vlog every day up until that day try to produce some real good content for you guys and um that is end of my announcements oh yeah go follow uh, go follow me on my twitter at i am amber links go follow me on my instagram at uh, amber dot links links is spelled l-y-n-x my nigga please don't spell it l-y-n-x oh i got an announcement Tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's my baby birthday. March 26th. So, if y'all are listening, leave a happy birthday for me in the comments. At B4Official Official Before on his oh, Instagram. Oh, it's his birthday. I meant on this I'm podcast, so happy he born. But, I mean. Yay. Oh. What? You're going to be 24. <laughs> Shut up. You're going to be old as fuck. Anyway. But, yeah, that's been our shit. And on the positive note, baby. Positive note is um you matter. Now, how you matter, I don't know. <laughs> Cause mattering is not always a good thing. <laughs> the way I see it. You could matter because you're like a evil like overlord and we have to kill you and that matters. Alright. But Great either advice. way, you matter, motherfucker. Great. So so always wake up and smile at your bitch ass in the mirror and be like, my bitch ass matter because your bitch ass matter. Bitch ass. <laughs> okay. And um, that's going to be the show today. You know, it's kind of short. But um, let's end this. We don't know shit. But at least we talking about it. Bye. Bye. This has been the show. <laughs>